Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, are you going through a big change at work and struggling to help people change? Are you struggling with change yourself? It goes without saying that change is hard, but a big reason you struggle is because you are likely missing the most important part of change, something that is invisible to you. And in today's podcast, I look at what you and most people miss when it comes to change and offer some ideas as an antidote. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. See if you can let go of whatever you were doing, whatever you were planning, and just let go of that and just arrive in this moment. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your hands swing and your arms swing because you are moving. Don't be in your kitchen. Don't be in your car. There's a method to what we are doing. And movement is a really important part. We know mood follows movement. And in this part of the episode, we want to build our mindfulness practice. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose non-judgmentally and so we're just paying attention to our feet contacting the ground just feeling any sensations in our legs do that now tuning in to hands and arms Tuning into torso. What sensations are present? Now head and neck. Now just feel your whole body and stand tall. Look around, feel grateful. We are building skills to be more courageous. The courage to be vulnerable, the courage to be bold, the courage to take risks, the courage to change, the courage to fail, the courage to be exceptional. So just again, feel your body from head to toe, 
And let's move into our idea of the day because there is a lot today. This is a big series. We're in the Science of Change series. And likely you are facing some change. It could be big or small and you want to manage it well. You want to be a good leader. Whether you're a formal leader or not, you want to be you want to lead effectively through this change. But change, as you know, is hard. Because the simple fact is that you are not great at change, nor are your people. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's just true. And it's probably because you are not aware of, nor are you managing the invisible part of change. Your brain and the brain of your people. And it is costing you. There are two systems you need to be aware of in your brain when it comes to change. And actually, when it comes to anything you do in your life, but certainly when it comes to change because of the amount of uncertainty that comes with change and complexity and speed when it comes to change. So there's two parts we want to pay attention to today that I want you to pay attention to. The emotional part of your brain centered around your amygdala, If you can think of your fist with your thumb inside your fingers, that thumb is your amygdala. That's the emotional part of your brain. It's at the center of your brain. And it's sometimes known as system one. So that's the first part of the brain. The second part I want you to pay attention to is the cognitive part of your brain. That's centered around those fingers that are around that thumb as you make that fist with the thumb inside. And this is in our brain, this is above the eyes, behind the forehead. And this is the prefrontal cortex, sometimes known as system two. Now beware, I'm gonna go back and forth, interchange between the amygdala or system one and the prefrontal cortex or system two, that cognitive part of your brain. But let's dig in a little bit. System one, the emotional part of your brain, it engages in System one thinking, which is a near instantaneous process, happens automatically, intuitively, with very little effort. It's driven by instincts and your experiences. It's especially sensitive to and triggered by threat. The cognitive part of your brain, again, above the eyes, behind the forehead, that prefrontal cortex, It's sometimes known as system two, and that engages in, you guessed it, system two thinking, which is slower and requires more effort, more glucose. It is conscious and logical. It is the part of your brain that can go deeper into complexity, such as during change. Now, why is it important that I dig into this, that you dig into this? Because change taxes each of these systems in different ways and if you don't know this you will not manage change effectively in episode in the first episode of this series i talked about how this system to the logical part of your brain does everything it can to conserve energy it is wired as i said for laziness because it is continuously, continuously trying to protect its limited capacity of decision-making because it only has so much in a given day. 
You only have so many choices you can make before you get exhausted, before this part of the brain, of your brain gets exhausted. It's the same with your people who are going through change. If there's too much change at once and it's too fast, this part of the brain can shut down due to a lack of resources. It simply becomes exhausted. So if you want to bring change into your team or organization or personal life, you need to be aware of the pace or the speed of change because if you are not thoughtful about it, there will be consequences to this part of the brain. Okay, so that's system two. That's that, those fingers, when you make that fist with the thumb inside your fist, the fingers, the prefrontal cortex. Now let's talk about system one, the emotional part of your brain. During change, your brain is bombarded with a huge amount of data. And to make sense of this onslaught of information, your brain's system one, or amygdala, engages in shortcuts such as pattern recognition. And it uses certain biases, cognitive biases, to become more efficient. Well, there are a few cognitive biases we should all keep in mind, you should keep in mind. For our purpose today, just focus on availability bias. What is that? This is when you will use whatever information is readily available to you. Something you heard this morning, something in the news yesterday, something a client said last week. But it may not necessarily be the most important information that you need to drive decision-making for the change you're planning and executing. And the problem is that your system one uses this availability bias to prioritize speed over accuracy, all with the purpose to keep you safe. But because it does this, it can get a lot wrong. It can be hugely inaccurate when it comes to complex situations such as change. So system two, the cognitive part of your brain, in contrast to system one, amygdala-driven part of your brain, is absolutely critical to managing change, but it is slow and it's inconsistent and can handle only so much information at one time and can be thrown off by how much glucose you have in your blood and, quite frankly, by how much sleep you get. Okay, so again, why are we digging into the brain so much as we discuss change in this series? Because there is so much at stake if you don't understand this. If you do not manage with the brain in mind, for instance, if you go too fast and with too much complexity, your emotional brain, system one, takes over. It jumps into the driver's seat because its goal is to protect you. And of course, it's the same for your team. Their system one, amygdala-based part of the brain, jumps into the driver's seat because it wants to protect them. Now, why don't we want system one in the driver's seat? Well, one of the characteristics of system one is that it craves something more than sex or food or shuddered to think this even haagen ice cream gasp <laughs> are you curious what that is it craves certainty it wants to know it wants certainty that everything is going to be okay and if it deems that it is not under threat 
then it can settle down and allow system two to jump into the driver's seat, to become engaged and play its role. And anything that arouses uncertainty, which is, let's be clear, what change is all about. You're moving to some new future and things are going to be different, but you're not entirely sure what it's going to look like. This triggers system one to get engaged. So here's the key point of this episode. When you bring in change that is too fast and too complex, not simplified enough, system one becomes engaged. It hijacks and disengages system two. And now you and your team are at its mercy. And this is bad because characteristically, system one lacks self-awareness. It thinks it knows everything. It believes it to be an expert on all things. And it is not. It is largely ignorant anything beyond its superpower which is quick thinking in the moment to keep you safe when there is a threat like that saber-toothed tiger from millennia ago but you know and i know the landscape has changed you live in a far more complex complex and nuanced world if you don't manage change with the brain in mind you and your team will mobilize more frequently than you want. System one's automatic, shortcut driven, full of cognitive bias thinking. And whatever information that is readily available, but not necessarily the most important information, will drive decision making. And you will fail. I don't want to sound pessimistic, pessimistic, but this is just true. I've seen it. I've watched it over and over in organizations as they go through change. You know, people want to make change happen and make it happen fast and have energy and have momentum. But this whole understanding of the brain is invisible to most people. It's invisible to you and your people, which means that you might believe you are being rational in your decision making when it comes to change but you are not. Most likely you and your system one has become far too engaged, more than you realize, and your decisions have been riddled by this need for certainty and all of the other challenges that I've described. Is it any wonder somewhere around 75% of change efforts fail? So what to do? I hope I'm not making you feel bad. Let's stop for a moment. Let's stand tall. Let's look around. Let's feel grateful. Let's be in our body. Let's feel our feet on the ground. And just feel your feet to the top of your head and whatever sensations are present. So what do we do? Well, it starts by being mindful, knowing when we're starting to trigger and go into system one. But that's kind of what this whole podcast is. And, and today I want to focus a little bit more on change itself. And again, in this series, we're going to talk more than this, but this is, this is the start. So a good way to think about managing change is that you want to be really three things. You want to lead with purpose, pace, and simplicity. What does that mean? Well, let's start with purpose. People need to understand the why of change. You 
and your team are meaning-making machines. And if you don't understand this, if they don't understand this, when you each hit a setback, which you will, then the setback will stop you. So understanding the why is critical. Purpose engages the system to prefrontal cortex, which is, again, critical for change. This helps stave off system one. And it allows you to be and them to be more accurate in your thinking and decision making. So that's number one, purpose. You want to lead with purpose. Number two, you want to lead with and be thoughtful about pace. You cannot, nor can your people handle too much change all at once. You know this. You need to go at an appropriate pace, not overwhelmingly fast because you don't want to trigger system one. Remember, people can only handle so much a day, a week, a month, but also fast enough that people see results and build momentum. So there's a there's an appropriate pace and it's very situationally anchored. So that's that's how you want to think about it. So lead with purpose, lead with pace, lead at an appropriate pace. And then finally, you need to keep it as simple as possible. Make sure that when you communicate the purpose and the plan that it is as simple as it can be. Because we don't want to overwhelm system two. And you want to, you want to anchor having kind of a simple way and a story-based way that's really strong on purpose will help people anchor when things get tough, which it will be, which it will, because change takes time because you can't go too fast. Albert Einstein said, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. Let me say that again. I really love this quote. Everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. That's what you're going for. So you want to do everything to keep your system to cognitive brain fully engaged keeping it fresh and keeping it simple and purposeful achieves this finally i want to give you a bonus hack in managing change and this one might already be intuitive to you but i i want to call it out just in case you're you might have missed it this is to be thoughtful about when you have meetings to discuss change to manage the whole change process remember the study of more than a thousand parole board hearings that demonstrated the limits of the brain's capacity at the beginning of the day and right after lunch right remember this at the beginning of the day and right after lunch a judge would grant parole in 65 percent of the cases by the end of the morning and at the end of the day favorable decisions in parole board hearings steadily decreased to nearly zero why? Because it takes system two to look at the nuance of do we let someone go on parole or not? And when system two uses up its capacity, decision making and the ability to look at complexity goes down. And then judges just say, nope, not going to do it. So if you are setting a regular meeting for your team to discuss and, discuss and manage change, 
you want to set it for the morning and the first two hours after breakfast or right after lunch when there's optimal glucose in the blood for most people. And you want to stress to people to get adequate sleep. Literally, we know this from the neuroscience research, how important that is for system two thinking. Wonderful. The good news in all of this, once you learn how to manage change effectively, once you gain these insights and you manage with the brain and mind, you cannot unlearn this insight. It will become your operating style for how you manage change. You will then take on change with more confidence and more courage. You'll enter that last 8% zone more frequently with less trepidation and you'll be a positive resource, a model for others to follow. And you will use this change that you are orchestrating as an opportunity to transform yourself. How great is that? Rumi, one of my favorite poets said, yesterday I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise. So I am changing myself. Let's move to our three by three. Three mindful breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. Wonderful. Now, three things that you can feel grateful for. What comes instantly to your mind of what's in your environment? Look around. Just look in your environment and see what can you be grateful for in your environment in this moment? Wonderful. And finally, what three goals do you have for the day? What do you want to get done? What would make it a really productive day? Wonderful. Okay, let me finish. Listen, if you're getting something out of this podcast, please rate it. The more ratings we have, the better. It helps the algorithm point out this podcast to others. If you know of someone who's you know, going through change, if your team is going through change, share these, this podcast series around change, the science of change. Give them tools. Also, um, join our Facebook group. But more than anything, use these ideas yourself. Knowledge is not power. Action is power. And I want to finish with another Albert Einstein quote. This is a good one. He said, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. Let me say that again. The wor- and there's more. But the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. 
The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. What a great quote. What a great inspiration for all of us as we lead through change. Have a wonderful day.